0: Welcome in everybody. Hey, morning, morning here in our time right now. Yep, we are doing this podcast a little bit earlier. Yep, it's funny because it feels like it's like six a.m.,
1: but (laughs) it's like sunrise service, man. It's actually like eight o'clock. I know it's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's because we're just not used to be doing this. This you know at this time, right? We're usually like late morning people.
0: Yeah, normally we're recording around Mm -hmm. 11-ish, 12-ish. So this is a little bit earlier, but you know what? Last week was earlier too with
1: with Tanner. Oh, that's true. Maybe we're starting a new trend.
0: Yeah, it's cool. I like it.
1: I like it too. So welcome to Better Together. We're excited that you guys are here with us.
0: Yep, I'm Justin Houck. Jay Houck. We are here to um, just bring you another podcast for the week, hopefully to keep your um, quarantine time a (laughs) little uh, more
1: entertaining, dude. And uh, and also just encourage you. You know, I mean, we always our hope is always just leave you with some sort of encouragement. And I was thinking about this today, bud. Yeah. So we're on our seventh podcast. Yep. So that means that we've been quarantined for at least seven weeks. Wow. Yeah. Because we started this right when we were quarantined. Yep. Yeah. And so seven just means a lot to us, you know, in in the Christian world. I mean, that's the day of completion. That's right. That's um, just an awesome lucky number for a lot of people. You know, I mean, out Mm -hmm. there uh, in the gambling world, I know they love sevens. Yeah.
0: They have the the slots, right? And the... the, Lucky number seven or yep. something yep. pops yep. up on there. Seven,
1: seven, seven, you just won. But <laughs> anyway, seven in the Christian world is a big number. And so anyway, so today uh, being our seventh week, super excited about that. And I can't believe that we've done this seven weeks in a row now. Proud of you, dude. Yeah, I'm proud yep. of you too. Yep. We're just going after it.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I don't really feel any slowing down. No. Um, just obviously for some reason today, Um, We're both feeling a little tired. We were just talking about this right before we started the podcast.
1: Man, this week we had some plans. Oh, it's so exciting, man. Saturday we're sitting down and we're just planning out. So Bud's at work and so we're just planning out the week with the fam, you know, just like, okay. So Monday, let's do a beach day. Mm -hmm. Wednesday or Thursday, Bud and I are going to go play golf. Yep. Because I heard that the golf courses were open again. Yeah, And uh, and we were just like going to make this just kind of just a chill out, just an a exciting week. Yeah. But what happened on Monday? So,
0: well, Monday, no beach day. <laughs> <laughs> no beach day Monday. No beach day Monday. And this morning we're supposed to be playing this golf. This morning we're supposed to be playing golf. We're obviously not. Yep. We're here doing a podcast. Yep. You know, reading
1: in the golf course, and so um, just... Let's just have a little should we have a little talk time right now about yeah. this? Yeah. All right. So I'm 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 looking at the uh, um at the golf courses and um but Bud's a fairly new golfer. You know, I mean he's new I'm to I'm a rookie. Game. I'm a rookie. I've I've barely swung the clubs, you know? Yeah, and so if you're a golfer, if you've ever been out there golfing, you know that it could be very uh, trying as a rookie. I mean, it could be very trying as any golfer. Right. But as a a rookie, you want to make sure that you have a cart because you're hitting the ball all over the place, and so you're constantly chasing your golf balls. Yeah. And, And so anyway, so as I'm reading about it, it's saying like the people who need a golf cart will get a golf cart. In other words, the people who have a hard time walking will get the golf carts. Which, you know, basically anybody out at a golf club is,
0: you know, at least 50 or older, all the members and stuff. They can barely walk. This is what they're doing. They're retired. They're They're
1: retired. They're, you know, and even if they, even if they, um, can walk, they're gonna act like they can. Right. You know, right. and so you know that they would And look, we're not putting down disabled people. No way. No <laughs> not not not, not, <laughs> not, at not, all. not at all. But I mean when they'd look at Bud, they'd be like, dude, you're yeah. a stud. Obviously you could walk. Right. You know? And so anyway, so we just decided the temperature's hot and yeah. uh, and we're not we're complaining. Not here, the heat but we're just saying, you know, it just wasn't <laughs> gonna be the enjoyable experience that we were looking for. Right. Sunday, we went down, uh, Mommy and I went down to scope out the situation before you and the babies come down to the yeah. beach. And we uh, we get down there, and it's just ridiculous, honestly. I was really surprised. There was a lot of people at the beach, um, a lot of people not really necessarily taking um, the precautions that we're, we've been taking. And so, you know, it's like we've been doing this for seven weeks now, Yeah, trying to protect ourselves, protect... Right. Um, our babies, you know, yeah. protect our grandbabies, protect your, your kids mm-hmm. and uh, protecting our, um, like my parents, your grandparents, yeah. you know, and making sure that we're not surrounded by this. And so, you know, when you get, when you get to the, um, the end of the game, you know, you want to keep fighting the good fight. And yeah. so we just decided, you know what, this isn't the best idea Yeah. for a beach day. Right. And you know,
0: it's, it's difficult because we're put in this place right now where it's like the media and everybody's trying to put fear mm-hmm. into yeah. the world. Definitely. About this coronavirus and yep. stuff. And, you know, I have some, you have some, share the same friends, yeah. some Christian friends that we respect that are basically calling this whole thing a hoax. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, um, And it's hard because we're kind of caught in the middle of okay, do we believe this Mm -hmm. and, you know, really be afraid of it? Yeah. Or do we throw caution to the wind and just start living our lives like normal? Yeah. Again. Right. And so you're kind of seeing that out in the public right now. Right. Yeah. Some people are just like, whatever, I'm done with this. Yeah. I'm just going to start living my life like normal. Right. And then you have people that are still nervous and kind of don't know how to react to yeah. normal life. Right again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's, it's really strange, man. It's really strange. And that kind of, honestly, that kind of leads us into, um, today's table talk.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I actually got a good story that will lead into this table. Okay. Talk. All right. Let's hear it, man. I'm yeah. excited. Okay. So, uh, Monday, mm-hmm. instead of going to the beach, mm-hmm. we went to target <laughs> nice (laughs) yeah so you know of course it's much safer at target than it would be the
1: beach yes
0: but we had to get some things from target that we couldn't get so we had to do it and um so first off we waited in line for i don't know 15 20 minutes and outside outside in the heat in the heat yeah no shade at all just sun bearing down on you.
1: And so we go in and... Wait a um, second. Can I I, uh, chime in here for a second? Yeah, of course. Yeah, anytime. So while you're waiting in line and the sun's beating down on you, what thoughts are going through your mind? Well, you know, I'm kind
0: of sitting there thinking to myself, I could have been at the beach today (laughs) in the sun. (laughs) 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 Or I was thinking to myself, man, Is it really worth it? Yeah. Like, is is it worth waiting in line to go to Target? Right, right. It's some things, it's like Disneyland, you know? You go to Disneyland, you expect to wait in line. Yeah, dude. Because you're going to be going on some fun rides. Right, right. There's no fun ride in Target. No. You know? Right. Uh, You're just going in there and most guys hate Target. Yes. As it is. Right. Because, you know, our women love it. Yeah. And they just want to shop around. Yeah. And you know what? That part was really cool because uh, Desi, you know, women like to shop. Yeah. And Desi missed shopping. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people
1: are missing shopping. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. A lot of people are struggling with that. Mm -hmm. And so it was cool to walk around, do some shopping and stuff. We ended up being in there for a couple hours. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was a long target experience, but it was good. It was good. So anyway, so we're in Target Mm -hmm. and there's this dude and he's like following us around, it felt Mm -hmm. like. And so I don't know if he's just shopping. There's there's a difference between somebody (laughs) just shopping, right? (laughs) Yeah, maybe going for the same things. Yeah, going for the same things and somebody following you around. Right. And to where you feel like you're going to have to say something Mm -hmm. to him, Mm -hmm. you know? -hmm. And so this dude's like just you know, with with this COVID, now it's everybody's got a bubble. Right. You know, and you gotta respect the bubble. You gotta respect
1: the bubble. You do six foot six foot bubble, man. You know? And so
0: in the aisles, nobody respects the bubble. Mm. Everybody just gets all up in your business. They don't care. Yeah. And you know what? This would this would have bothered me before. Right. Any of this COVID nineteen stuff, you know? Yeah. And so Wait, did the- you
1: say that it did bother you before or didn't? No, it would. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. would bother me. because it bothers me too. Yeah, when people are up in my grill when I'm trying to shop, right? It like gets on my nerves because if, it feels like, like they're you're they're looking like on something. your back. Yeah, and it's like back off, you know, yeah. like give me some space. I'm trying to think here, right? Because there's all these choices. I mean, there's like 50 choices, right? Exactly, and you're trying to figure out which one is the best. Yeah, and some people just know what they want, they go after it and they grab it and they move on, and others, you know. Sometimes you want to look and read about it, you know. Yeah,
0: exactly. So you got this dude peering over your shoulder, Uh, okay? You know, he's a lot smaller than me too, trying to look (laughs) over my shoulder, and I'm like, "Get off of me, little guy!" (laughs) (laughs) Get out of my way, Ed. So obviously, as a man, Mm -hmm. this puts you into what today's table talk is: Uh, warrior warrior mentality. So yes. I'm in this warrior mentality, Perfect. right? yep. And so I'm like, all right, first off, you're in the warrior mentality because you're like, I'm going in here, I'm fighting COVID-19. Yep. So yep. I'm already geared up. Right. Next, you're going in there, warrior mentality, like, I'm going to fight some people if they try to get up in my grill
1: <laughs> or if they try to get the last one yeah. of something I really want. If they get that toilet paper, you oh, know, dude, what is that about that warrior mentality? Yeah. Man.
0: It's the, it's the same, th- same thing that you went through at
1: Costco yep.
0: Yep. when you were thinking about yep. the warrior mentality with yep. the toilet paper, which by the way, there was toilet paper there. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that they're starting to stock
1: it back up yeah. now. We're getting good with toilet paper. Yeah. Now we're on the deal with meat. No meat.
0: <laughs> so Everybody dude. listening to this podcast, run and get meat. Dude, seriously. Dude, this is how it starts. Yeah, that's what... This, it, uh, is, this is exactly how it starts. So they're like, media's like, okay, um, what... It, <laughs> Um, we're getting we're getting a lot of paper back, so um, let's think about this. What, uh, hamburger. Should, what should the we, next thing? We need be? hamburger, hamburger. Yeah. Oh no, we're Hamburg- running short on uh, hamburger. Yeah. There is a shortage of cows all of a sudden, <laughs> people. So uh, yeah, everybody stock up on your
1: uh, no, tri tip. And it's actually an overstock of uh cows, and so therefore we have no meat. Okay, figure that one out. Makes a ton of sense. <laughs> yep.
0: It's like okay, we have way too many chickens. Yeah. And so we're running out of eggs. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It I, does make sense. I I'm telling you, you know, we've we've been going through this like you said for 7 weeks mm-hmm. now. And it's been this roller coaster of media driven, yeah, whatever. Yep. You know, and yep. it's it's like this last week, you know, um I was back at work like you're saying. Mm-hmm. I've been been at work, but I have extended time off in between my mm-hmm. work days. And so um I just kind of took the this last week to just not even think about it. Yeah. Not even focus on it. I stopped checking my Stats. phone mm-hmm. right in the morning, you know, to see okay, what's the case is up to mm-hmm. and how, you know. We kind of
1: had that conversation in the house a couple of weeks ago, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, just talking about ending the negativity. Yeah. Which is really difficult right now because that's all anybody wants to talk about right. is just the negative. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind of why we started doing that. Hey, we're going to release the positive things mm-hmm. that are going on right now. Yeah. So we don't we don't have that for you this week. We're not well, we're bringing positivity, but we're not we're not discussing the COVID. No. You know, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it with yeah. what we talk about. Right. But we're not going to, we're not going to give it its
1: power. No. Anymore. No. You know? Yeah. You know, um, just to throw us out there, I know you guys can't see us, but uh, Bud got a surprise for um, for our sitting yeah. down pleasures. Yes. So we have these cool new chairs. So I'm kind of playing with my chair as we're talking. <laughs> Because you could actually move your thing side to side. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. So you can I know. adjust it. That's pretty cool. We have like cool, I wonder little, if they can hear that. Nice little comfortable pillows, <laughs> you know, to rest our head on if we want to. But yeah. And they're camouflage. And they're camo. I mean, they're awesome. So if somebody was to walk in here, they wouldn't even see us. No. They, so wouldn't. they would just hear our, hear our voices. We both actually have camo hats <laughs> we on <do>. too. <laughs> <laughs> We're sad, man. Yeah. Anyways, table talk today, dude. Warrior, Warrior mentality. mentality. I love that intro to that, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading this book uh, by Erwin McManus, and if you guys have never read any of his books, I would totally recommend reading his books. He has uh, the first book I read from him was called The Last Arrow, mm-hmm. and um, and I actually use a quote from there uh, for uh, the memorials I do a lot of times about um, just this. A mate, I'm not even going to share it. You guys got to read it. Anyways, it's in the last arrow. Well, the book I'm reading right now is called The Way of the Warrior. And he has eight codes on there. So I'm on code eight. I'm, I'm finishing it up right now. Nice. And so he talks about just this warrior mentality. And it's so good because it's about um, bringing peace to the world. Yeah. But it's you have to have the peace yourself before you can even bring it. And so he kind of leads you... Um, to the Lord with this, like he does all through the Lord, but yeah. in a way to where you can really gather some of the things like code seven was awesome. Like talking about nature and stuff like that. And I remember in one of his messages, what, there was this part that was taken out where, um, where he was talking about like, Hey, maybe before we were like Aquaman, you know, or oh, I, swim remember underwater. This. I remember yeah, this. like, and so, but it's really connecting with the universe, which is awesome, you know? And, and he talks about the wind and some different things like that. I'm not going to get too deep into that. You guys got to read the book, Way yeah. of the Warrior by Erwin McManus. Anyways, there's this saying there's this that he said um, that just really drew me to it. And I really feel like that this pertains to everything. As a matter of fact, I sent it out to, um, to my work yesterday because I felt like that this is just a great thing for us to hold on to, uh, like in my line of business right now. Yeah. I, I don't know how everybody's business is, but I know businesses, are, it's it's tough right now for a lot of people. Yeah. And so we need some encouragement. You know, we need to hold on to some different things. But here's the quote, and I, I would suggest, like, uh, just write this down later on if you can remember it. But it says this, the warrior stands when others withdraw. Mm-hmm. The Love warrior it. stands when others withdraw. And I just think that's so perfect because there's so many people that are withdrawing right now. Yeah. You know, that are just starting to give up. That are just like, okay. You know, last week, Pastor Tanner was talking about um, how he was in a sprint for a long time and then he went to a marathon, you know, with the church. And right now, guys, I think we're realizing that we're in a marathon, that this Mm -hmm. is just not going to be a short-lived thing, that this can last for a year, maybe two years. You know, there's going to be some ripple effects from this. And it's very obvious. So what are we going to do with that? You know, are we just going to give up or are we going to continue to fight? You know, are we just going to bow down or are we going to just rise up? And I think that this is just the perfect time for us to start rising up. You know, like this is one of the things that that I've been claiming through this whole thing. And I know it's hard to to talk about this because there's deaths that are happening. There's people yeah. that are sick. There's uh businesses that are going down. There's people that are genuinely hurting. Yeah. And I and I have complete sympathy for them, you know, and I really do. And I pray for them and I pray for the people that are sick and I pray for um the ones who are losing loved ones, you know, and I I pray for those businesses and I pray for the unemployed, you know, I'm praying for each one of those, but I'm also praying that through this, that somehow that we would thrive. And so whether that would be thriving, you know, emotionally, thriving uh, physically, thriving um, spiritually, thriving financially, whatever that is, is that we would thrive through this. And I really believe that God is going to use this for the good for those that love him. You know yeah. and so right now it doesn't seem like that you know maybe for some of you I know that for us there's um there's times where it seems really good and there's times where it seems really hard mm-hmm. you know I think that you'd you would be foolish to say that you haven't had any hard times through this at all yeah. and if you haven't then that means that you're just numb and you probably should go see somebody about that because everybody's been affected by this in one way or another no matter how much faith that you have no matter how strong that you are, no matter how courageous you are, everybody's been affected one way or another, whether it's to you directly or somebody that you know, or just hearing about it and having that. You know, the Bible talks about that we we weep with those that are weeping. Mm -hmm. We rejoice with those that are rejoicing. So even if you're not in the state of, um, you know, uh, of like nothing's happened to you, you're still weeping with the other Christians that are happening to them. And so when I read that and it just says that the warrior stands when others withdraw, it reminds me of like the first responders, you know, the first responders when, when, when there's a fire and everybody's running out, what are they doing is they're running in, you know, with our military. First
0: first ones in last ones out. Yeah, exactly. The the
1: military, you know, you're pulling people out, but they're sending people in, Mm -hmm. you know, the doctors, the nurses right now, you know, people were, were having to flee while they were having to go, you know? And so, where are we at and all that where, where we could be the warrior and where we could stand, you know, right now is the time to stand. Yeah. It's not the time to sit. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It's not the time to slumber, but it's time to stand, mm-hmm. you know, it's time to stand our ground right now. And and I just think that that's just such an important thing to do.
0: Yeah. I thought that that was like uh, having Tanner on last week, mm-hmm. you know, he's got the warrior mentality he does. going on yeah. about this and, I thought it was really cool, um, just what he was trying to do. um, Even like consulting, he said numerous times he's consulting, you know, people of the law Mm -hmm. about this, what Mm -hmm. he can do. Yeah, and you know that's that's pushing forward. Right, that's not like waiting for. He's not waiting for the news to say, "Hey, churches are can be allowed" or something. You know, yeah. He's not sitting around waiting he's pushing yeah he's trying to do what he can to serve in this army that we're enlisted yes. which is the lord's army right you know and something cool about being a warrior is you know there's there's never just one yeah you know yeah, right yeah there's there's not just an it's no. not an army of one right you know and and that's what's so cool being yeah. in the lord's army is because not only do are we surrounded by all our Christian brothers and sisters, right? Yeah. But we got the angels. Yes. And then we got Christ himself. Yes, dude. You know, on right. our side. Yeah. You know, so it's just, it's, it's awesome to think about that. Yeah. Like that one picture. I always think of that picture. Oh, yeah. That you had in your office. Yeah, the that dude that's preaching. Yeah, the dude yeah. that's preaching. And behind him, you got... Everybody holding yeah, him up, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it's just and cool all those picture. cool saints
1: that went before him, you know, yeah. like Moses and Elijah right. and yeah, 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 totally, dude. You know <laughs> that's so true because, um, oh gosh, when Joshua was getting ready to go to battle, yeah, and he's walking along, and then this dude comes out, and uh, and Joshua goes up to him, and he's like, "Are you for me or against me?" Yeah. And the dude says, No. (laughs) It's like, huh. So Joshua asked him again. Interesting. Are you for me or are you against me? And then the guy says, No. Basically, what the guy was saying was like that I'm not for you or against you. Yeah. But you're gonna be on my team and you're gonna follow me because I am the lord's army leader you know Mm -hmm. and i love to think about that you know it's like that we have these you know like these unseen like this we're going against this invisible battle right now right isn't that what they're calling that the Mm -hmm. invisible war
0: invisible war
1: and in the invisible realm I know I always get fascinated by this, honestly. Like I just started yeah. in Hebrews today in my Devo, and it's mm. talking about the angels, and it's talking about how Jesus is above the angels, you know? Yeah. But how the angels are there to minister, right? right. They're there to minister to you and I. Mm-hmm. And they're invisible. Like we can't see them. Although some people have seen angels, you know, they've had sightings yeah. of angels. And and I think that's that's so awesome, you know? But it's like we have this invisible army, man, that is fighting this invisible war for us. And I keep thinking to myself, like, you know, as quickly as this virus came in, like that, this virus can be gone as fast as that as well. For sure. Like what was Tanner talking about last week was Exodus, right? Mm -hmm. And in Exodus, what would happen was there would be these different plagues that would come and go, come and go, come and go. Yeah. you know. And so I just keep praying, like, Lord, like just as fast as this virus came in, can you just make it go? You know, can you just relieve us from this?
0: It makes me think of, um, it was, uh, Last week's uh, Chris Valentin's message mm-hmm. and he had a dream, and in his dream, he was I think it started off he was like fighting these guys mm-hmm. and he oh, was yeah. getting tired or something, mm-hmm. right yeah and and then he looks in front of him and there's this other dude just like boom plowing through people, <laughs> boom boom, you know yeah and then he like is walking towards Chris, right. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to Chris and he's like, Get out of my way. And then just keeps walking, you know. And he's like, Boom, boom. Like, he's yeah. beating up all these people, right? Yeah. And so in his dream, like, that was the Lord. Mm. And the Lord was saying, Hey, man, get out of my way. I got this. Oh, that's cool. You know? That's and cool. so it's like so many times we think of, What are we going to do down here? Right. You know, like, yeah. what, what can we do and yeah. stuff? And, there's so many there's so many times where it's just as simple as hey, let the Lord just do it. Yeah. Yep. Get out of get out of God's way. Yeah. Which is hard for us. Right. Yeah. It's just in our normal lives. Right. Get out of get out of God's way and just let him do it. Yeah. Let yep. him beat this thing right. for us, you know. Like it's 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 hard to think of the good yeah. that can come out of it's this really hard it's uh, even hard to even say that it's hard to even say like right. hey there's gonna be good from this yeah you know yeah. but that's one thing that makes us different yeah as christians right. is we have faith yeah we trust in the lord right that there is gonna be something good right for us out of this
1: yeah then that's the hardest thing, dude, honestly, like as, as a pastor and, and as you know that I um, did, you know, I had a lot of people pass away yeah. uh, on me, you know, during, during my, um, my time at, yeah. at Springs of Life. And so I was doing a lot of memorials. And so one of the hard things um, for people to realize is that as Christians, it's, it's not the end when we die. Yeah. You know, and sometimes for people, you know, like I'm reading a, a lot about like a lot of older people that are like in their late 90s, mm-hmm. you know, 90, 97, 98, 99 that are dying from this coronavirus. Right. You know, and um, and the thing is, is that for some people, uh, for us, especially as Christians, like death is not the end. You know, death, there's there's like Satan thinks that he has victory in death, but he doesn't. Right, you know, because Jesus took that sting of death, and when He died on the cross, so that we can have eternity in heaven. Yeah, and so the Bible talks about that. There's no more pain or no more sorrow. Mm -hmm. So, like oftentimes, like Chris Valentin, like you're saying, Mm -hmm. like a lot of times, still reference to, um, to you know, like like that verse about how God will make um, bring all things out for good for those that love Him. Yeah, you know, and so that if it's not to the good part, that it's not done yet. You know, that mm-hmm. if we're not to the good, that we're it's not done, like God's not done that's yet. That's cool. I like that. And so when you think about like death, like for a Christian that the family is weeping, the friends are weeping, the, all those are hurting. But for that person that gets to, that dies and goes to heaven, like it's good for them. Yeah. You know, like they're they're rejoicing up there. Right. And it's hard for us to realize that down here on earth. Oh, yeah. But that's that's it. So it is good. You know, and but that's hard to say, and it's hard mm-hmm. to um, it's hard to really get a grasp around that.
0: Right, like one of people's favorite go to things is they're in a better place. Yeah, now, right, like when somebody dies, and that's you, such a you, that's such a hard
1: thing to hear. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, and it, it's it's the reality, right, that they are in a better place. Right. But it's like, you know, it's hard to say that, to and you somebody. don't want to hear that. And you know? it's
1: hard to, yeah, it's even harder to hear that. Right. Yeah. I mean, cause for me, like, you know, I get really close with people as you know, and, yeah. and when, when they're in their last days, I get really close with people Yeah, and I just really spend a lot of time with them, you know, and hang out with them and stuff like that. And so when people tell me that afterwards, you know, and, and unfortunately as a pastor, you don't get a lot of, um, uh, sympathy in a sense, like, like, like emotional support. Yeah. You don't, you know, because people just feel like that you're used to it. Yeah, And, and I think that if a pastor ever gets used to people dying on them, that, that, that they should move on because that means that they're getting heartless, Yeah, you know? And so when people would tell me that, I'd be like, oh, you know, I'd want to, I would, I'd have a thousand words to say to them, but I wouldn't say mm-hmm. anything. I just, thank you, you know? Yeah. And, um, but I think it's, the thing is, is that it's, you know, like what Chris is saying and, and I, and I know that he explains it so much better but mm-hmm. just try to wrap yourself around that. You know, like if it's mm-hmm. if it's not to the good part yet, it's not done yet. Like God mm-hmm. is still doing work in I like you like that. Yeah.
0: You know, just talking about with um faith mm-hmm. and trusting. Mm-hmm. How has death and what you've seen from it build your faith? How has that built your faith and your trust in the Lord? Because I know um just well, I know we're thinking of the same person mm. that had passed away that you got really close with, and mm-hmm. that you were really standing firm mm-hmm. in faith mm-hmm. that the Lord was going to heal him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it rocks you. You know, yeah. honestly, I think it rocks you because because um, you do make a stand with that, and you do. Um, so, all right. So years back, my pastor, Pastor Rankirk, yeah, when he passed away, I was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and mommy were, were there with the family and it was it was one of the most amazing experiences i've ever experienced in my entire life yeah we were um we were just all around him i was at his feet and um and i just remember uh he was just kind of like woke up right before he passed mm-hmm. and started looking at each person like looking you know like he would stared at mm-hmm. him and he just slowly worked his way around And then in the end, then he was like, had to stare. And like, he was staring at, at like, I almost felt like he was staring at me, but Mm -hmm. it was going through me. Yeah. You know, it was like piercing. Right. And I'm just looking at him and and I literally could see the reflection of God in his eyes, like Mm. literally crazy. And so I'm just looking at him like, and it it was almost kind of eerie to be honest with you. Yeah. And then, and then I realized that nobody was crying, like, and everybody's crying before that. And all of a sudden nobody's crying. And I'm just staring at him. And um, and I realized that he's not looking at me, but he's looking at the Lord because mm-hmm. the Lord is behind me. And then it really got eerie. It's <laughs> like, oh, the Lord is right behind me. Right Going now. back to that dude <laughs> peering over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, dude. Talking. And this dude was not short, right? Yeah. This dude was like over me, man. And I'm like, oh, this is so weird. And it was such a reverence, man, that was in the room. Yeah. And um, and then the Lord took him. And we all knew that the Lord took him. Mm. Took two more breaths after the Lord took him and then he passed, which was a confirmation because he was afraid that he was going to suffocate when he died. And mm. so it was showing the Lord was showing us the promise that he wasn't going to suffocate. So mm. he was already gone. Then he still breathes. So that way the Lord was showing us that. Oh, that's cool. Totally cool. But what happened from this was it gave me such a faith in the Lord that I'd never doubt again mm. ever, but that doesn't say that sometimes my faith gets rocked. Yeah. You know, like I will make stands for him. Yeah. And I and and so Diane, Pastor Van Kirk's wife, she told me something that I've always held on to is that you have faith until you can't have faith anymore in that. Then you have faith in the next thing. Mm. So like she believed up until the moment that he died that he was going to be healed. She truly believed that. Then after he died, then she truly believed that he was in a better place. So it went from faith and healing to faith and hope, right? Mm. And so, so I've hold, held on to that. And so, when I make stands, I will have complete faith that that's going to happen. And so, um, I get rocked, but then the Lord will bring me back to these things, and He will remind me of those things as I meditate on it. Mm. And so, um, which kind of brings us to the verse for today, right? Mm. Which is, um, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So I was reading that the other day, and I, and I might I can't remember where. I, I might have even been reading it from the Way of the Warrior, that verse, yeah. but where it says that without faith is impossible to please God. And so I just kind of started meditating on it. That's out of Hebrews. And I started asking myself, okay, so without faith, then we can't really please our Father. Mm-hmm. You know we can't really please our God, right? Because He really wants us to have faith in Him, yeah, and hope in Him, like like that. You know that verse that perfect love casts out all fear, mm-hmm. and it's because we just have such a love for the Father, right? That we know that He's going to take care of us, mm-hmm. and and we know that not only that we have this love for Him, but what does he the Bible has the say, love for us. right? That He loved us first, yeah, and so that He has such a big love for us that we just shouldn't have any fear, you know, because he's our perfect father. He's our perfect God. And like, like, unlike maybe the earthly fathers or earthly, you know, people that have been in our lives, like they're always going to disappoint you. You know, without a doubt, you're going to get disappointed, you Mm -hmm. know, but with our father in heaven, he loves us so much more than anybody could ever imagine. And now if we could have that, that knowledge that receive that, that he loves us like that, that we won't have any fear because we're just gonna know that he's gonna take care of us. Like, okay, right. God, so this is being taken away. So, okay, well, what's next? You know, how are you gonna take care of me? And so we just mm-hmm. like like your son, like Trey, like he trusts you so much because he knows how much that you love him. Yeah, that he's just gonna follow you.
0: What what is is it the perfect love casts out all fear?
1: Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh-huh. Well, verse That's out a, of first John. First John. I think it's first John or second John. It's in the Johns, one yeah. of the Johns
0: yeah how true that is, yeah man. that just perfect love like that that we mm-hmm. have from God. there's so many times where you know we're just so susceptible to just being in being in that fear, yeah just right. or or the worry, right, anxiety, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and just how how much bigger God is than
1: all of that? Than all of that, dude. It's and it's so hard to get that, right? Well, because we're because we're, you know, we're in our finite minds. You yeah, know? like we're thinking, we're thinking like what we're used to. We're thinking like a warrior in a sense. Yeah, you know, right. And but a warrior knows their purpose. Yeah, you know, a warrior knows that they're gonna have wounds. Mm-hmm. A warrior wears their battle scars. Yeah, You know, a warrior has those things that they have to go through to make them a warrior. Warrior even has higher command. Warrior has higher command and they follow that command. Yeah. You know, and they follow that command to a T. Yeah. And they don't question it. They don't doubt it. They just do it. You know, and why is that? Because they trust in who their commander is. Yeah. And they trust in their mission. Their mission is their mission and they're going to accomplish that mission no matter what. Right because that's what their commander has given them. Mm-hmm. And so if we can remember those things, and so anyway, so I'm reading that and I'm meditating on that, you know, without, without faith, it's impossible to please God, you know? And what is yeah. faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the things that are not seen, Yeah, you know? And so I wrote down this question and I'm going to ask you this question. <laughs> so I asked the Lord, Lord, am I pleasing to you? Mm. You know, like that's the question like that. You should really go before God and ask him like, Lord, am I pleasing to you? So it says without faith, you know, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So ask yourself, OK, am I pleasing to you, God? And so I had to stop for a moment and ask ask the Lord that, you know, because as you know, my mind gets crazy, you know, and I, and I, and yeah. I've just been having some uh, inner battles right now, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and I, I call it that I get this, um, I, I tell mommy this, you know, it's like that I get these attacks of like the spirits of confusion, you know, mm-hmm. or spirits of insanity, kind of like um, that, that was in that book, that spirit wars, you know, like yeah. sometimes I feel like that I get these spirits of confusion, yeah, you know, and so I have to really literally like cast those out because my mind starts going all over the place. And so when my mind gets all over the place and then I'm reading this and I'm like, okay, without faith, God, that I'm not pleasing to you. So Mm -hmm. if my mind is getting all crazy then that means I'm not having faith. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not like the solution, like when you, the conclusion of all this, when you really look at all these things and your, your mind's going this way, your mind's going that way, you know, you're like, do I do this? Do I go here? Do I go there? You know, do, do I, um, do I look, What's going to happen next year? Do I look what's going to happen tomorrow? You know, and and the Bible tells us to not worry about tomorrow, right? Today is enough. Like we have enough worries today. In other words, oh yeah, then to have to worry about tomorrow. Yeah, and so (laughs) I had to really ask myself, like, Lord, am I pleasing to you? Mm. And it just brought me back to this, man. Like, okay, I'm just going to repent, God. You know, and what is repenting is changing your mind, right? Changing the ways that you're thinking. You know, turning around, doing like a one eighty. And so I'm like, Lord. I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry that I have not had enough faith in you, you know, during these times. Like, I'm sorry that I've allowed this fear to come into my life. And I'm sorry that I forgot about how much that you love me. Like, Mm -hmm. you have so much love for me that I should not even have this fear right now. Mm -hmm. And so I just basically just repented, you know, and just apologized to God. And I think that so many of us, were just so afraid to, especially as men, we're afraid to apologize to God you know, cause we feel like that we're weak, Yeah. but you know, it's the humility in the heart. I think I wrote this, this verse down. Let me see, as you know, I'm just continuing to go through Proverbs and it's just amazing, man, because each proverb gives me um, more and more things. But anyways, there's this verse in there that I wrote down about humility, you know, and, and it's the humility really that, that lifts us up. Yeah. You know, and so I think that we just need to be humble enough to admit when we're not having enough faith. Mm -hmm. I think we need to be humble enough to admit when we're having fear that's entering into our lives. And we need to be humble enough to apologize to the Lord or to whoever, Mm -hmm. you know, that we've offended, you know, because I feel like that, I feel like that, and I don't know if this is true or not, but just reading this and kind of understanding all this is I feel like that when we don't have faith in God, it's almost like an offense to him because we're not trusting him. It's kind of like, like if you don't trust me as your dad, you know, and I would say, bud, we need to do this. And you question every little thing that I'm saying to you. Yeah. Then it's like, well, obviously you're not trusting me. Yeah. So, um, you know, so it gets tiresome. Right. Right. And, um, and the same thing with your son, you know, or with your daughter, like when they're not trusting you, it's like, come on, you know, just follow me. Like I, I, yeah. I'm leading you the right way. And so I think for me, I feel like that that's an offense to God when we don't trust him. Mm. And when we allow that fear to enter into our lives. Totally. Yeah. Totally agree. So I had to repent from that.
0: Yeah. No. And, and I think you know I think it's funny because, um, well, when we're not having that faith in mm-hmm. God, it just trickles down to different parts of our lives. Yeah. Like on how are we're gonna be like how our personality and everything's gonna yeah. come off. Right. Because right. when you're living in that that constant state yes. of confusion. Right. And stuff, you know, like when you're having these relationships around you. Yes. uh, You know, they're going to be harder because you're you're not number, your heart's not in the right place. Right. Yep. Exactly. Your mind's not in the right place. Yep. So you're living in just this
1: crazy cycle. Right. Yeah. Crazy cycle. Right. Yep. Talked about that. Yeah. 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 So I just, I would just want to encourage you with that. And, um, and kind of leading into, um, this could be very long drawn out and I'm not going to, but I feel like I really need to share this because I think that this is something that was really cool. As I was going for my walk this morning, I was listening to Bill Johnson's message from Bethel yeah and he was talking about revival. And I think that, um, you know, I think we could really get, Stirred into some into a revival out of all this, mm-hmm. it's going to bring people to the right place. Oh yeah, I'm, that's my prayer, anyways. But one of the things that he was talking about, which was really cool, was he was watching this documentary, and it was about butterflies. Mm-hmm. And he says he never watched documentaries, you know, but um he was watching it with his wife, you know, and- quarantine. Everybody's <laughs> watching things that they probably don't normally. do. Exactly into- quarantine documentary. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it was on butterflies. And these butterflies, the thing that caught his attention was these butterflies are migrating from one place to another place. Mm -hmm. Okay, so from one place to another place. But here was the crazy thing, was it takes four generations for them to get to that place when they're migrating. Wow. So one generation will make it to as far as they can go. Yeah. The next generation will make it as far as they can go. The next generation will make it as far as they can go. And then finally, that last generation makes it to the place Mm. where they migrate. Then they start it all over again and come back. back. Yeah. So one of the cool things that he was talking about, isn't that crazy, dude? Yeah. So one of the things that he was talking about was that right now, we need each generation to do as much as they can do. Mm. So all these generations, these four generations are working together to make it to the purpose, to make it to the destination. And we need each one of our generations right now to do as much as they can Rise do up. so that we can make it to our destination. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes with the warrior stance, you know, is that yeah. we need to stand. And so we need everybody. We need the young. Yeah. We need the little, you know, the, the younger middle age. We need the older middle age and we need the, the seasoned saints. Seasoned as, saints. Yeah. We need it all in order to make this happen. We need all generations to be on board to go as far as they can go.
0: Yeah, I think it's really cool because um, you're seeing in this time where the older generation's having to rely on mm-hmm. the younger generation yes. yep. right now. Yep. Because not to say that every older or seasoned saint mm-hmm. um, doesn't know how to operate computers right. and social media yeah. and stuff, but right. man, it is having to cause these younger people to step up and be like, Hey, yeah, I can, I can get you recorded and on the internet and stuff, you know, like there's a lot of times where you have some of these pastors that were very stubborn. Like Mm -hmm. I am not doing Facebook live. Right. I'm not going to be on YouTube. Right. You know, and they're going to, they're having to change. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a
1: whole new movement. It is it's it's a whole new movement man and and it's and it's so very important for everybody to get on board you know yeah. and to work together
0: support right like that's that's the biggest thing yeah and that was that was one of the biggest things when we were in the church yeah that just bugged me right so much is we are all on the same team right you know yep when you have other churches Fighting another church. Yeah. You know, or right. you know, I'm not gonna bring up church names and stuff, but right. just different organizations yeah. battling each other, it doesn't make any sense. Correct. We're right. all we're all have the same goal here. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're all just trying to spread spread the word. Right. And spread the love of Jesus. Yeah. And when you're doing that, that's not spreading love at no. all. Like right. what are you showing to the world? Yeah. Like the biggest thing that as Christians it's what makes us different. Right. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if we're going to be fighting other churches and fighting other Christians right. and saying, no, that's not right. You know, mm-hmm. oh, you're pre-trib. Yeah, you're <laughs> going to hell. You yeah. know, like it's, it's yeah. stupid, you know, yeah. like, and right. there's so many different things. That was one of the biggest things that bugged me at yeah. Bible college. Right, was all the, it, the apologetics is yes. is what the is the nice word yeah. for just arguing about everything in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. You know, like right. oh, no, it's apologetics. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. it's not. It's right. yeah. What do you uh, like? I would think that apologetics would come from the root word apology. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, <laughs> but it just sounds good. It yeah. sounds like it. Right. Right. But, you know, th- apologize. Yeah. Let's 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 have work these churches out. work it out. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Work it out. Be on the same team yeah. right now. Yeah. And let's just spread the word. Let's just spread totally the love agree, of Jesus. Yeah. You know, and that's what kills
1: revivals. Honestly. Yeah. You know, it's the competition because, um it's 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 there's always good healthy competition, you know? Yeah like get a basketball sure. game going. Yeah you know, churches against churches and basketball there you I think go. is awesome, dude. Softball. There you go. Churches against churches and softball. I mean that's your competition. Yeah. But really we all have the same purpose and that's to spread the love of the Lord, you know, to bring people to him and mm. so that everybody can go to heaven. You know, like yeah. like God wants everybody there with him. And yeah. so so let's 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 work on that. You know, let's let's try to do that and yeah, dude. I, I remember how frustrating it was too. It's like, you, you know, it's it's almost like when you talk to somebody and the first question that they ask you is, um, what's your line of work? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, who cares? Yeah. You know, I mean, okay, we could talk about my work. You could talk about your work. You know, that's fine. Yeah. If that's what you want to talk about. But why do you ask that question? You know, because you're sizing your yourself up to that person automatically. Right. Right. And it doesn't even matter. You know, it's like, like, I remember going to these conferences and they'd be like, how many people are in your congregation? Mm-hmm. You know, how many people are? You? It's like, who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, don't we yeah. all have the same purpose? Yeah, exactly. Whatever you're trying
0: to do here at this conference. Right. You know, what What does it matter yeah. of what church you're trying to reach? Right. Like if you're doing this conference, you should be trying to reach everybody. Yeah. Yeah. not just one specific. Group. Right.
1: Okay. The pastors that have, uh, 50,000 people in our congregation, you guys come sit up here in the front, you know, yeah. make yourself nice and comfortable. And you guys, with the ones that have 50 to hundred people, you guys go sit in those nice cold <laughs> chairs back there. Yeah, The full ones. You're not working as hard, you know, right. and it's, and it's just such a shame, you know, how they, how, how that happens yeah. in this organization. Yeah. Because we all do, you know, um, strive for the same purpose and do the same things. Oh yeah. You know,
0: and it's, um, and but. you I mean you could say that the pastor that has the fifty to hundred people is working way harder than the pastor that has fifty thousand. Yeah. It like right. and, and, and vice it could versa could be vice versa. Right. Vice versa, it right? It could be like you never know.
1: You, like you don't know you until don't you're in know. somebody's shoes, you know, and that's yeah. the thing. It's like, um, you know, that's what I always try to tell people is your feelings are your feelings. You know, it's yeah. like like, okay, so you stubbed your toe and that really hurts your feelings really bad. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, okay, well you lost your foot. Oh, that really hurts your feelings really bad. You know, yeah. and so, um and so it's it's the pain that you feel inside no matter what. You know, it's it's the pain. And so that's that's one of the things that we just need to realize is that that's how it how it um how it works. Yeah. You know, is your feelings are your feelings, your pain is your pain, your work is your work. Yeah. You know, let's let's just right. do right. I have the warrior mentality.
0: Yep. Okay, yep. warrior, you're part of an army. Yep. Let's fight together. Let's not back down. Never back down.
1: Was that one of your favorite verses?
0: Yeah, Joshua 1 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever
1: you go. Amen. Amen, man. And you know what? This is a, I, I just want to finish off with this verse for your encouragement. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I was listening this morning to Bill and and I actually wrote this verse down, which is which is pretty cool. But yeah. um, but one of the things that he was saying was one of the verses that he loves for a revival is this. And it's out of Proverbs 27, 7. And so obviously today is the 29th, so I wrote this down two days ago. And it says, A satisfied soul loaths the honeycomb, but to a hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. So I've looked at that different. So I looked at it as like, okay, so um, a satisfied soul doesn't necessarily need the honeycomb, you know? Like they're good, yeah. they're content. Like, like it's good to be content, right? Yeah. And then, but to a hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. So it's like they're going after all these things that they shouldn't be going after and thinking they're sweet. Well, he kind of changed it around a little bit. And that's why I wanted to bring this up yeah. to you and to me and to the world. Yeah, let's was, hear it. Okay, if you're satisfied, in other words, you're full, so you don't need any more. So even if something sweet comes along, you don't even care. Like even if it's of the Lord and it's awesome and it's good, you're like, I'm good, Lord. I'm satisfied. I'm, Mm. you know, I don't need that honeycomb. So true. After you eat dessert, you're like, I'm good. Yeah. You don't need anything more, right? (laughs) Like your soul is satisfied. Yeah. But what he was saying was that we need hungry souls. Mm. We need to be hungry for God. And so when we're hungry for God, then he says that the hungry soul every bitter thing is sweet so even if something is bitter like you turn it around to be sweet mm. you know because you're just so hungry for god and Love so that. like talking about the the uh, church warfare right like oh yeah. this church believes in this this church believes in that then yeah. who cares right you know just as long as it goes along with the word of god yeah let's be so hungry for god that we can see that that's a sweet thing you know like oh this 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 church believes you know in um and spiritual gifts. Yeah. Well, that's awesome because that's talked about in the Word of God. So let's right. just look at that as sweet. Yeah. Oh, this this church really believes um, that we just need to only follow the first two commandments. You know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and love your neighbor. So, well. well, that's awesome because that's so sweet. All right, well, let's love God and at let's least love our doing neighbor. Two of them, right? Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> you know, like let's get behind these these people that are doing things for God. Yeah, and let's break not, the walls down. Yeah, dude. Let's not be so um so negative, you know, and mm-hmm. and start putting down all these different churches. And I could tell you that there was a time in my life where I got on that rampage, you know, it was like, oh, I don't know, you know, if that's totally right on, you know, and I would try to dissect and I would try mm-hmm. to break it down and I try to be against them, you know. Yep. And it's like, what did that do for me? Nothing.
0: Oh you know? yeah. Like for I know we keep going on, but <laughs> for me, when when I was at Bible college. Yes. Um you know I was blessed with having this amazing pastor yeah as my you dad You sure were man You sure and were. And so I hear, I hear all these awesome messages every Sunday from my dad right or Bible studies whatever and so I got biased towards hearing <laughs> other people and like honestly <laughs> and then so I I'd, I'd be in class you know and this dude would be talking and I'd just be like Breaking down everything you said, dissecting it. Oh, that's wrong. You know, like yeah, call, like right. calling them out on stuff in my yeah, head, like right. not, of course, not telling them straight up, yeah, but yeah, just in my head, doing that, yeah. but having that sort of biasy right with yep. it. But um, like you said, just having the walls, yeah, they're having the walls up to these different people, right? And it made me miss out probably. Yeah. Maybe miss out on a lot of things, I'm yeah, sure, right? Of good knowledge, right? Good biblical knowledge, right? Good that teaching, pe- good teaching yeah. that people are passing on, yeah. And so, yeah, just like you're saying right now, hey, maybe you're going to one church and you've been interested in hearing this other pastor and right. wondering what they're talking about. Listen to it, you're right. not. You're not defiling your church yeah. by listening to another no church way. right now. No way. You know? Yeah. It's, it's all, like, we keep saying continually. Right. Like, the Lord must be really trying to hammer this yeah. for us. Yeah. Because we're continually telling everybody to support all these churches. Yes. And stuff, and to bring these walls down. Right. And, and to just go out in your community. Yeah. Support your local pastors. Yeah. Like, this must just be a thing that needs to happen. Yeah. And this could be the reason of all this COVID nineteen. Yeah. Who right. knows? Yeah. Like yeah. like you like we're we were talking black. about. Mm-hmm. We don't know what what God's purpose is. Yeah. In this, but there's gonna be some sort of good. Yeah. Right. There will be. There's yep. gonna be a good. Yeah. And maybe that good's gonna be bringing all
1: the churches together. Yeah. Yep. Amen, ma'am. And I think you know. Of course, you always want to test it with the Word of God, but get out there and check it out, guys. And so yeah. I think that we're gonna have to close it out, huh? Yep all right all right remember Remember guys guys, in in the midst midst of life storms storms, we are always better better together. together